Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast, brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of America's Off-Road Podcast. Spartacus! It's going to be a good one. I got Coop and Ash with me here today. And uh, you can tune in, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Also, mm -hmm. if you do have questions on either a past episode or have suggestions for a future episode, Mm -hmm. shoot us an email, podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. We'll make sure we cover that. Uh, today we are talking about some pretty oh, darn yeah. cool. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. We, mm-hmm. you've probably already seen it. So it was in SEMA. Yeah. But we got our hands on a gladiator. SEMA. <clears throat> it was at SEMA in the JKS booth. But yes, we have a pretty cool build. It is. What are you laughing at over Nothing. there? Nothing. Huh? Yeah, JKS booth JKS at SEMA. JKS booth at SEMA. Um, <laughs> Spartacus. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool truck. Cool. Driving um, line did a. Cheap Gladiator. An article on it. It's been kind of... Yeah, they did. Moved around quite a bit. Yeah, that sucker, it's gone through some phases, but uh, we we started off with uh, a brand new 2020 Gladiator, and it, before we even took delivery of it here or played around with it, went straight to uh, Jared at America's Most Wanted. uh, Well, we dropped uh, the the Hellcat in it. It was the second one they'd done right behind Dynatrax. Yeah. Codex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, a Gladiator is the new, w- what year did they come out? 19? 2020. 2020. Okay, 2020 Jeep pickup. It's like a Wrangler with a pickup box on it, it's but like cooler. The best of both worlds. And I'm sure I don't know why the factory, it there's just loads of horsepowers. Yeah. Even though the the new motors do have some pretty cool power They're to pretty them. pretty snappy. But yeah. For what we wanted to do. We I don't know why. To, why didn't Jeep do this many years ago? I know. Because like, what was the last? in it? <laughs> Or what the was the truck? last the truck part? Because <laughs> the last Jeep truck was like the J10. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. No, they did the Comanche. Okay, oh, right. I mean, if right. you want to call it that, that was like half frame, half unibody. Like it was confused. <laughs> it was you're, confused. you're not wrong. 
but it was it was cool it's Comanche. So yeah, so we get this gladiator, and I think you, you guys definitely had a vision by you guys, yeah. you and Brian, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. had this vision of what can we do to make this truck totally different than mm-hmm. every other gladiator we've seen, minus Codex, which has just been pretty much an Overland build. Which there's nothing wrong with that. They're yeah. rad. It is cool. Super capable trucks. Awesome. Um, but. Well, we went a little different route. I think I think for us, you know, we, we have that Raptor in the fleet, and that sucker's a whole heck of a lot of fun. Pretty and it's cuckoo. pretty pretty purpose-built, you know. It's made to go fast in the in the desert. It uh, doesn't do a lot of wheeling, though. No, it doesn't do a lot of wheeling. So we wanted to make something that, you know, would have the power to compete with that and then do the best we could on the suspension. So it would be, it'd be one of those things that was like a jack-of-all-trades. We could go totally. fast— in the desert, we could wheel the heck out of it, and we could uh, flog it, and it would have enough power for... And haul know, toys. Yeah, and haul toys. Yeah. And just make... We could make bad decisions with it. So, <laughs> like, it was awesome. Which I am shocked we made it through, because it sat on the stock axles for yeah. <laughs> two months before we, oh, I we did those. our upgrade. But, yes, uh, I think the day, the day we actually took delivery, I wasn't here, and I just on Instagram my phone pinged and it's just Cooper doing burnouts in the parking lot. Oh, it was literally <laughs> backed off the trailer burnout. <laughs> I uh I work early shift and I came in at like six the next morning and I thought somebody <laughs> vandalized our parking lot. <laughs> we because did we did vandalize our parking lot. <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> I think Brian's exact words were uh they're resealing this parking lot in a week let's do this <laughs> we it's you guys actually time. resealed it sealed it after <laughs> week with <laughs> with the 11 with the tires <laughs> yeah true uh, so <laughs> so that's the the first thing that stands out the most on this spartacus build is like cooper said before we even took delivery it's got some pretty crazy crazy horse pressures mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 707 so, so that's motor. that's really cool, yeah. And the, the conversion was awesome. They did a killer job with that. Super clean. Um, but we don't sell Hellcats. No, so we needed we to geek do, it out. We do have some pretty cool stuff on there that we sell. Why don't we start with uh, suspension? Because <clears throat> that was kind of the first first mod we did to mm-hmm. it, and I know it's changed a little bit since then. So phase one of of Spartacus was uh, a JKS kit. Yeah, one of their J spec kits, uh, three and a half inches a lift. Um, we had the uh, coils in the front, coils in the rear, Fox 2.5s with the uh, DSC. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that pretty much rounds that out. Well, we had their Flex Connect end links on yeah, the factory which are uh, sway bar, which is kind of nice. It gives a little bit get, little bit of give. Yep. So it softens up the ride a little bit on, on just driving on the road. Now, what that means for you people out there driving on the on the street or anywhere else if you don't have the sway bar disconnected one link has a little bit of give in it so those you know pulling into parking lots hitting speed bumps any of that stuff that you take at an angle isn't quite so violent yeah back and forth it, it has a little bit of give which is it's a really slick concept yeah and uh it works it works really good um we did do their uh j flex uh control arms um, so they're adjustable just on the uh, one end, um, and they have the the jam nut on them. I like them. I liked the way that uh, they worked on uh, some previous builds. And then, um, gosh, what else? All the suspension's pretty.
pretty killer from coming from those guys too. Yeah. Just being in the industry for a really long time and seeing the products <laughs> that they're making. Like, there is a laundry list of companies that make Jeep suspension systems. Oh yeah. Like, it, I mean, flip through a magazine, you could cover a hundred pages of the different manufacturers mm -hmm. that make kits for Jeeps. But JKS is really in the right direction with the way that they're designing their control arms, the bends, the features that they make into them, mm -hmm. um, the the shock valving that they incorporate to their kits, or what shocks they're using with their kits, I should say, and their spring rates, their heights. They they did the math and, and really nailed the... Oh, yeah. Well, and, and I don't know about other companies. I'm just speaking for them because I, I know this is the case, but it's... <clears throat> they they're all kind of like us enthusiasts too. So a lot of people that are behind the design or at least oh, giving wheeling. input are all out wheeling. Which <clears throat> that is goes a really long cool. ways. Yeah, D'Artagnan. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I'm talking to. <laughs> so yeah, I, I completely <laughs> agree with you there. Um, so that was, that was phase one of the suspension that was in the SEMA booth. Um, well, and, and because this platform is a little bit different than most, we wanted to go wanted to change it up we went a little higher than we would normally do but uh, did that three and a half inch lift so we could help out with the uh, breakover angle um, didn't really want to go much higher because we wanted to keep the roll center as low mm. as possible so uh, in order to kind of achieve what we wanted in the wheel tire combo but not go any higher um, we got a hold of our friends over at our tech industries we got a set of their uh, front fender supports yeah. Which is kind of cool because then we can take that factory fender. Rubicon fender that kicks up a lot higher yep. than the uh, other models and pull that uh, inner fender liner out. and It braces it up so they aren't just sitting there flopping in the wind. You don't look like the flying nun coming down yeah. the road, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> we, we separated the rears as well. And yeah. It was cool because you, you spent – what's that? I don't know. Oh. Um, we, you spent a lot of huh? time – <laughs> what, what was that? Yeah. Um, it's kind of a, a, there's a lot of similarities from what you did on your JL that kind yep. of carried over into this build. Mm -hmm. So some of that stuff was kind of already knowns that yeah. if we want to do this, I've already done it, um, which was cool to see. Well, and it keeps it clean and it, 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 it looks, you really, know, at the end of really it all good. with, with what we did end up modifying, you know, it, it looks clean enough. You, you have to kind of give it a double take you almost don't totally. recognize it unless you're walking around it a little bit more i will say that's one thing i really like about the the jl platform as well as because just going off like your jeep mm -hmm. and the gladiators you can do very little modifications to the fender well yeah it almost looks oem like factory it didn't it's not a hack job you didn't cut right. out with a hacksaw to try to make these 37s or 40s fit it looks factory mm -hmm. and it's crazy too like i saw how much stuff coop actually pulled out of there yeah oh yeah there's a it sounds silly to say you just pull out your inner fender liner, slap these on, you get so much more clearance. There's, There's a, lot. a lot of stuff that's yeah that's hanging down in there, so it does make a huge difference. And like Ash said, it just looks killer. Mm -hmm. um, it almost it's I've always, I've always liked that look of like a flat fender, yeah, like an totally. older Jeep flat fender, and they mm -hmm. almost follow that same kind of contour where it's like flat, and then it's got a 45 degree angle that comes down yep. to the rocker panel, and it looks super clean. Yeah, it is. It is super clean. And, and I love that, uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier. It was almost like the Jeep designers made the Gladiator. <laughs> For the enthusiasts. But they didn't, like, totally finish it. Finish it. <laughs> oh. They were like, you know, we're going to build this, but we're not going to totally finish it because that's, that's what the end user, that's what the buyer is going to do with yeah. it. So, like, it almost looks like that 
that ugly duckling. Yeah. That has stock. Kind of yes. <laughs> grow and blossom into itself. Cause they, I will say that the gladiator looks horrible in factory form. Right. With the stock wheel and tire size. You're like, the wow, they forgot the something. That's it's adorable. Weird. Yeah. I didn't even know they made a two wheel drive. <laughs> I saw, I saw just the other day. I don't know why or what we were looking for, but I stumbled across one of the factory photos of ours and it had the wrap on it. And I was just like, Oh gosh, what is oh, yeah. that thing? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is weird. It looks killer now. but So we just did, before we get into the other goodies, we just did some more suspension work to yeah. the, uh, mm-hmm. the Gladiator. Well, we, and which, we, in order for us to finish off kind of the look that we were going for for SEMA, mm-hmm. um, we didn't want to pull those inner fender liners and leave everything exposed. We got that big engine in there. The last yeah. thing I want to do is go through a mud hole and completely cover everything in the engine compartment to include the air filter and everything yeah, else with right. mud so um the remainder of the body armor stuff was uh we went gen right uh did a set of their inner fender liners in the front did one of their super high clearance front uh bumpers which is pretty cool i got to cut the crash yeah, bars it off and it is killer. like super stubby yeah super stubby good approach angles um everything's wide open in front of the tires we did uh one of his rear bumpers as well. Um, one of the, the big differences, you know, Jeep spent a lot of time like developing that rear bumper and they had some really nice crash cards yeah, like that went in under the, the bed. Yeah. yeah. And it's just because of the amount of overhang there. And I knew it would be minimal at best with a 40 inch tire and the three and a half inch lift, but I, I kind of liked the way those fit. So I removed those from the factory bumper, got them all cleaned up, powder coated, reinstalled, and then we modified that Genrite bumper to contour around those. Yeah, that turned uh, out good. Yeah, it looked it looked great. I was super happy with it. Got the worn winch in there. The everything looked like it should. The Baja Designs lights on it. Got them all wired in. So we're running. Is it? It's a Xeon 10 on that. Yep, Xeon 10s on the front. And then um, LP sixes Six. in uh, the amber, and those those lights are kind of cool because they come high and low beam, and they got these really cool LEDs that kick off to the side. So yeah. the amount of visibility you get off to the side is cool. But I wired the low beam into the factory fog lights, oh, sweet. which <clears throat> go off when you go to high beam. Yeah, and uh, you had to. Uh, Baja Designs was very specific about the fact that you can't have the low beam circuit on and the high beam at the same time. So then I just ran a relay that uh, kicked on the high beam circuit of the LP6 and Sweet. took its signal off to the factory, off the factory fog light. So the huh. low beam would kick off, high beam would kick on, and you would, you know, pretty much create the sun right there. For, <laughs> exactly. for not, like if you had to run a whole lot of light. And a whole lot of, or like in a small area, the LP series is pretty cool. Oh, just yeah. going to say. Because it's totally been like progressing. You yeah. started off with the squadrons and then they went to the XL and then XL 80s. And now they got the LP, LP series. Four. LP, LP, LP 4, LP 6, and 9. Yeah. yeah. You get a yeah. whole lot of light in a really small package. If you're the kind of oh, guy yeah. that wants to be like minimalist, you want to have just two lights on the front of your rig. That LP will 6 do all nine. the lumens. Yeah. That's a killer setup. And then the the ditch lights, 
S1s. Yep, yeah. S1s. I totally Air. dig S, the way the S1 God, looks. Man, it's perfect. And there's so much light out of that teeny tiny little package. Yeah, it's crazy. If you haven't seen the Baja Designs S1s, definitely. <laughs> and, and the application you can use them for? Anything. Ditch lights, side-by-sides, motorcycles. Yeah, oh, and the lenses they something. make for them. They got a work lens. They got a spot. They yeah. Got a, I think you and I saw one mounted to a helmet yeah. with like I'm a battery done. pack. Yeah. yeah. Totally going to do it. All sorts of cool things we can do with those lights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so we got the armor on. Yep. We got the lighting. We got the recovery with the Warren Wench. Yeah. Um, and then and then we were like, okay, cool. What's next? And uh, <laughs> that's where our friends at uh, Dynatrack came into the mix. We got the big old mm. XD60 front and yep. the Pro Rock 80 rear because well, you got a Hellcat. You might as well give your axles a fighting chance. Yeah. <clears throat> got them. Uh, here with 538 gears and uh, air lockers and um, four inches wider. So they're 72 inch wide axles, which we um, made up for a bit with the uh, Battleborns. We went with yeah. that 17 by nine and four and a half inch backspace to kind of bring it in a little bit, help with the scrub radius and maybe not make it 400 million miles <laughs> wide. Yeah. Um, and uh, the 40 inch Nitto trail grappler which man that tire i tell you what i can't say enough about that tire that tire has been great all their tires me. they make are just i love yeah. the way the 40 awesome. looks with a more aggressive sidewall they oh, have yeah. like the little squares on the, the yeah. corners to protect the shoulder lugs the 40 looks money uh, and it's like so confidence inspiring i don't even well as you know i don't even run a spare on my jl yeah and uh i, I I know it, it. It only takes one time for it to bite me in the butt, but I, I haven't <laughs> been there just yet. Well, in, in all the wheeling you've done with those Nitto tires, even on, right. I mean, it took UA. the one time we've had anything happen to those. Oh, that was I, I dropped the whole ten thousand pound truck on that ah, one rim with eight psi and a tire. <laughs> yeah. Did it, you cut the sidewall? Right? Oh yeah, yeah totally. Was, like you could see <laughs> the whole rim, like it was cut, like two-thirds of the way around the whole tire yeah all just ran. it was violent <laughs> i think it's pretty impressive not to get off on a different topic but watching like the guys that use them like for example king of the hammers you watch a lot of people using different tire brands mm-hmm. and tire changes are like inevitable with that yeah with that race everybody's going through you know two or three or even four spares in one race but there is i want to say there's a couple competitors that finished without any flats on a trail grappler yeah with zero flats yeah yeah I can't remember names. No. But Maybe Shannon Campbell? He was running them, yeah. Yeah. But impressive. Yeah, it's a rad tire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the suspension, recent suspension upgrades, we did a yes. little, little change to it. Yeah, well, um, the cool. three-and-a-half-inch coils in the front were awesome, and they, they probably work exactly like you would want them to <laughs> for a 3.6-liter V6. Not so much a Hellcat. A Hellcat weighs a little bit more. There's a little bit more weight out front there. Jake Haston designed those for the Gladiator Seriously. with Hellcats in them? Seriously. Gosh. Massive oversight on their part. <laughs> but uh, we decided to upgrade to their uh, their bolt-on front coilover kit. And, um, man, it is slick. They killed it with the engineering on that. And it is like literally got done with that took it out to seven miles and seven mile the orv park here and ran it through some bumps and it is completely transformed that vehicle yeah is it a similar kit to what was on stretch 
Um, you, well, yeah. As, as far as ease of installation and yeah, it's different than that one. This one, uh, the the install is a little bit more in depth. You have to cut all the factory buckets. Gotcha. Uh, the upper at the frame, coil buckets off everything else, but like super clean, huh. super easy. The hardest part is cutting off the brackets, and that's really not all that hard. Yeah, you have to co- cut the upper coil bucket. Yep. Gotcha. Yep, you cut all that in shock mount. You cut all that off, and then the the upper uh, coilover and uh, bump stop bracket literally bolt right to huh. the frame, and they got all everything's all figured out. And it's not super tall either. And you get a, uh, I want to say they had like when we initially got it, I was like, there's no way that is going to work. Cause I want to <laughs> say it was like a 14 inch travel coil over. Really? Holy smokes. Yeah. And I was like, good night. Like, you have to put them through the hood on most. Rigs. Right. And those are, those are long, but, uh, <clears throat> no, we ended up, we ended up getting it to right where it was supposed to go. And, and I am like beyond impressed. And now, now with that thing, you drive it down the road and <laughs> it's funny, Brian and I were talking about it today. Like, it's not a rig that you would expect to be as docile as it is. Really? The sound that it makes, the way that it looks, like, you expect it to be, you know, uh, an interesting drive. Like, you got to be awake, but... Handful. It's not. Like, it is so subdued. It is so easy. It is so mellow to drive Mm -hmm. down the road. And the handling is, like, perfect. If anything, it is better than it was from the factory. And, like, I'd have no problem jumping in it to run down to the... I run however many miles I want. Yeah. You know, run down to the Oregon dunes in it from here and just be like, cool, we're just going to drive this there. And with all the hardware that's on it. Yeah. All the confidence in the world. Well, and that's the cool thing. Minus, and correct me if I'm wrong, but minus that coilover kit that we just put on it, everything we've thrown at this Jeep is bolt on parts. Right. I well, mean, and even that is bolt on with the exception of cutting, cutting off the bracket because everything else bolts on yeah which is really cool because it's been a while since we've done a build like that where it's right so capable so insane but it's all bolt on that right. speaks volumes for just the jeep platform totally in general. yeah no like like i said it was like they left it incomplete yeah, exactly. so that you could finish it off and the 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 amount of work that these suspension companies and axle companies and everything are putting into these parts to literally be able to go spend a weekend with your buddies in in some cases spend a day with your buddies and throw it on like lift wheels and tires done like one day super easy and you're wheeling and you're wheeling some gnarly stuff not just like easy little stuff like go hit some gnarly stuff with it and just like you did with your jl i mean you can do minimal lift with these things and have 40 inch tires if you really want to Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. not a lot you have to do to them um so yeah this is i'm really excited for this build um if you want to check out more of this build spartacus go to our homepage offroadpowerproducts.com click on the vehicle builds we already have a landing page that's got awesome photos all the parts that we've been talking about are on there so you can check out those ports parts order them for your gladiator um i'm excited for this because we have yet to really put it through its paces it hasn't really been on the a rocks. main voyage yet. i want to get it in the rocks i want to go it. wheel so, it i want to get it in the snow yeah oh it's cool fun too. in the snow i, I, yeah. snow. It. <laughs> I was like oh my gosh because you just steer with the rear axle <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So make sure you guys stay yeah. tuned. Subscribe to our YouTube. Get on Instagram, Facebook. Click like, follow, um, subscribe. Because yeah, once we once we start sending this thing <laughs> and putting it through its paces, we're gonna start posting videos there. So mm-hmm. um, for make that. sure you guys check that out. Thanks for tuning in. Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube is where you can listen to the next episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you next time. Booyah.